0: Welcome to the Faith is Not Blind podcast. I'm Eric Devonier and I'm here today with David. Welcome, David. Thank you. Wondering, uh, just to start off, could you uh, introduce yourself just a little bit?
1: Yeah, so my name is David Limutau. Um I'm from Sacramento, California. That's where, at least, I was raised. I was actually born in uh, Pocatello, Idaho, of all oh, places. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, raised in Sacramento, California. Grew up in the church. Was baptized when I was eight years old. Um, and I am been married about uh, going on 16 years and have oh, great. five kids, ranging from 14's the oldest down to three. Wow. So life is busy. And, yeah. And uh, I am currently, the reason I'm here in, uh, living in Salt Lake or West Valley is I have been. Hired as a full-time uh, educator by the church uh, yeah. seminaries and institute. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Oh, great! Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, you mentioned you were born and raised in, in the church. What What was your experience like growing up with with the gospel?
1: So it was it was amazing. I couldn't have asked for uh, a better experience. At least uh, initially, growing up in the church, um, I think kind of it was a typical are we allowed to say Mormon anymore? <laughs> as a member <laughs> of the Church quotes, of Jesus right? Christ yeah. of Latter-day Saints. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, uh, I enjoyed kind of growing up outside in California, in Sacramento mm. where uh, I think I was one of maybe uh, five to ten members of the church in my high school. So I kind of liked that aspect where it wasn't so concentrated like yeah. it is here. No offense to people that grow up here, but I kind of like that. But as far as the church goes, um, I felt like it was a very positive experience. Um, growing up in the church, my my uh, stepdad was actually not a member of the church until I was about 12 years old, okay. Um, and uh, so uh, my my mom took us to church um, growing up every every week, and I think I kind of really my faith kind of grew from seeing her kind of yeah. just um, taking her her kids taking us kids to, to church every week, even though sometimes, well, most of the time, my, my dad would stay home and watch yeah. football, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, I, I would say it was a overall very positive yeah. experience growing
0: up. But, but you, you'd said that your dad eventually joined the church? Yeah, he did. And then, mm-hmm. so what was that like, watching that experience as a young person? That was a cool person? experience, yeah, yeah.
1: Just kinda, I to be honest, like uh, I, I wish, I guess I still can, but I didn't ask a ton of questions. Like mm. you know, I remember, um, I think if I'm putting things together, I think that uh, there were some life experiences that my, my dad's dad passed away, and I remember him, I, I'm again, I don't know for sure, but I think that's right. when he kind of asked some questions, kind of the existential questions, right. and uh, ended up um, meeting with the missionaries. And then, uh, to be honest with you, I remember it just kind of being a natural, we all kind of knew eventually that was yeah, going to happen, okay. he, because he was never against us going, he would often come with us to church. Right. And so it was a very natural mm.
0: transition. I and so, so that's the family that, that you grew up in with your background. So what about your own personal conversion? How did that? Yeah, so I think
1: it, it, it's hard to say for me. Um, I was kind of thinking about where, like I said, I do think that uh, watching my mom uh, uh, Take us just, just so uh, she she never stopped. She never stopped believing. It was always mm-hmm. kind of, kind of a part of our lives. And so I was kind of think of was there a time when I was a kid or a spiritual experience? I think it was just um, I knew it was always good. It always felt mm-hmm. good. I never had a, an issue with it. I always, it always felt right. And so um, but so if I, I'm talking about my my own conversion, I'll, yeah. I'll be completely honest. And I would say even going out on my mission, I went out uh, riding the coattails of my my mom's testimony, yeah. ultimately, and that was also an expectation. And so, right. again, never always having good experiences, right? but I don't think I can put my finger on one where I was like, oh, this is why I'm serving a mission. Right. It was just kind of an all, all together, it felt good. And so, um, on my mission is kind of where, which is, I went to upstate New York. Okay. Um, and which mission in upstate? It was the New York Utica mission. Utica, okay. Which no longer exists. Yes. <laughs> Actually, just this last year, I think they, okay. I don't know what they did. But uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I think that's when it was kind of like, well, and I think that's why we maybe send us out on missions is because it's kind of, you know, yeah. sink or swim <laughs> type right. of thing. So right. luckily I did a lot of sinking and some swimming. So yeah. yeah, I think that's where I would say that's when I had to exercise some faith out on my own and kind of see, do I really, yeah. really believe this? So, so would you say you
0: felt like it came in pieces to some extent? Absolutely. So, so you have some, you have the wonderful example of your mom and, mm-hmm. and even your dad, you know, con- converting and being baptized. Yeah. And then, you know, you you, you find your way on, on your mission, have some experiences there. And and it just sounds like it's piece by piece that yeah. you're, you're starting to feel some of these things about, about the gospel of Jesus Christ and yeah. about the church. Um, and... Uh, as we often know, uh, you know, we become converted uh, to the gospel of Jesus Christ, and then there—that's that, not the end result, right? Yeah. There are things that happen, there are challenges and complexities. So, so what happened? Um, what's happened to you with, with your conversion, your story? So, like I said, on my mission, I had some pretty
1: faith-promoting experiences, and yeah. then also, just as you you know, and was anybody who knows who serves at mission, I, it is n- no. It is very hard right right, right. Yeah, and it's I, very difficult. I make sure I tell anybody that comes you know <laughs> in my path and asks about missions it's like it's it, it was yeah. the hardest time of my life right. but then again I think also comes those those amazing experiences so I think I came out of my mission with some experience specifically I would say because um, I think what my mom and my, my dad really taught me growing up was this relationship with the Savior Jesus Christ and with a, hev- a loving heavenly Father yeah on my mission though I think what really came for me was was a testimony of the first vision of sharing mm-hmm. that with people and kind of having that undeniable like this, this this feels different when I'm sharing this story right and I think so again kind of gaining a testimony and bearing it yeah. uh, of specifically, of the restoration, where may, I, I don't know if I had that before I went on on my, on my mission. Now, right. what's interesting, kind of the same thing when it comes to challenges, I would say, and I, again, I, I don't know if I can pinpoint when exactly, but it was in my 20s, um, I, I married and then a couple children, I ran into um, some church history, and to be honest with you, I don't even know. It's not like I was like perusing like anti-Mormon yeah. literature or anything. I just think we're coming like I'm part of a generation which is transitioning from analog to digital, right? And so, right. so you have the the internet, and so I yeah. don't. I can't even remember. I think it might have just been a podcast, and even it might have been even been fair Mormon podcast. Okay. So a very positive, you know, faith-promoting right. site. But I, I was introduced to. Um, Joseph Smith's polygamy, which mm-hmm. now, thinking, looking back, it's like, how did we not know this kind of right, stuff, right? right? We all were pretty cool with Brigham Young right? Right. having many, and seriously, like, I yeah, was like, yeah. oh yeah, Brigham well yeah, that's just what it was, and and then I found out, I was like, oh, Joseph Smith had, you know, however many wives, and so that was new, and then I started to get some other information about our history. I've always had questions about um, race in the priesthood, Sure. and polygamy, right. and, but then it just kind of became this thing where I was like, you know what? I, I personally kind of, um, in a, in hopefully a faithful way, I wanted to find out more. And so that's kind of when I kind of went on my journey of of trying to make sure that I knew, um, mm-hmm. kind of, this is, I would say I, I wanted to make sure that I was not afraid of truth, period. Yeah. Um, that That I was willing to to find out all the history, because I, I guess I, I wanted to know that if I, get, again, if I wanted to be a part of this religion, of this church, of just all of this, yeah, I wanted to make sure that I was not afraid of anything being said about the church and, and any of its history. Right. So that's when I first kind of encountered this idea yeah. of, yeah, some harder... More complex ideas, yeah. and kind of began my my uh, journey of working <laughs> through so, those things.
0: Yeah, so you're working through those. I mean, and, and those are some pretty tricky tricky issues, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, and I just love you know the the integrity that you have to want to to know the truth, right? Mm-hmm. To have the truth, and to not be afraid of it. Yeah. So so how did you go about that? How did you how did you you know with your with your testimony, and your, con, your your conversion to the gospel? Um, how was it for you as you sort of did that research and and kind of tried to find out the truth of those things um so i knew that i wasn't going to be afraid of
1: things that um were from uh opposition to the yeah. church but at the same time i don't think i went seeking oh well let me find out everything from the other side right so i wasn't afraid of it but i definitely didn't go oh let's go find out what everybody else is saying so I, I do think that Fair Mormon was a great resource. That's why I attend their, their conferences now, because really they, they mm. really helped me through a lot. Yeah. Um, and so I started listening to podcasts. Um, Terrell Givens was a great resource. Uh, Adam Miller has been an yeah. excellent Those types of... So right. I, I, I decided, okay, if there's people this smart in the church, I'm going to try to go to some <laughs> of them. And, and also, no offense to the past, but I also wanted very current the current yeah. thought on things, and, and so I dug into Joseph Smith papers and all, all, all of those kind of resources. So I guess you would call those faithful resources, but again, I, I do want to stress that I wasn't afraid also to go to, like, I, I had heard about the CES letter, and so right. I went there and realized it's just a buzzfeed of all the right? yeah, all the, past, all the stuff that's been uh, said. Yeah, yeah, all the stuff that's kind of already been said. So, right. so yeah, that's kind of how I approached it. Um, I guess in a,
0: I hope in a, in a faithful way. And so how did you feel, you know, during that process, how how did you feel like your testimony grew? Um, it was a process of, I
1: hope this comes out the right way, but like deconstructing Mm -hmm. my, uh, what, what I kind of, there was a lot of assumptions that I had made. Growing up in the church and that things are just perfect and everything fits together just perfectly. Yeah. Um, and then you run into <laughs> information, and you're like, yeah, this isn't as um, a fairy tale like I kind of right. thought it was. And again, very good things still, right? It's not right. like I just, oh well, this wasn't. This I feel betrayed. Although there is a feeling of not betrayal, but like where where's the where's all this mm-hmm. been? And so right. that's been kind of hard. But at the same time, you got to have. You gotta understand that like, for instance, my parents, wonderful people, a lot of times they just didn't have the information. Or, mm. when do you really say, like, some people are like, why wasn't I taught this in church? Well, when in church are you going to, I don't know, Sunday school, is that the right time to
0: discuss polite? Maybe, I don't know, but. Um, right. or, or at what age, right? Cause yeah. You have developmental. Because right. really, you know, we've talked about this with a few historians, uh, history is not neat and tidy. No. And, and it's, it, you have that question of how do we introduce nuance yeah. To, to history and at what stage and and how do we go about that and and so those are some um, some difficult questions or they're pedagogical ones yeah right about, about how do we how do we expose um, you know reach out to children help them understand you know this is really what it's like as opposed to you know what you had mentioned the fairy tale right, right. the the neat and easy story
1: yeah. Yeah. which is as a parent that's scary how do you navigate that right, right. and so um, I, I think, though, I think this generation, as I work with the youth, they're they're ready. Like yeah. they're they're um, they're ready to handle. In fact, they already are. Right. right. We we're worried. <laughs> we sometimes I go out in the classroom. Oh, I don't I don't know. Am I, should I bring this up? And it's like they they've already heard this ten times from their from their friends. And so I I do think we're getting to a point where we can kind of um, navigate this with the nuance. Yeah. And hopefully, I think. I think a lot of the youth um, today are ready for that, but yeah, yeah, it's it. It wasn't easy, but but at, at coming back to what you asked about my testimony, yeah. I, um it's one of those things. There are days, I, like very clearly, I, I think to myself, man, I kind of wish I could go back to when it was just, oh, this is just what it right the the, right. the kind of fairy tale. Everything's good, every right. But I the experiences that I've had since I would, I would never. Yeah, I, I mean that's. That's what I what I used to think testimony is. I, I didn't even have one until I, mm-hmm. I kind of had to navigate through that stuff. At least for me, yeah. Right? I feel like th- that was necessary in order to, again, to kind of deconstruct and reconstruct my faith and, and make it stronger. Yeah, I would yeah say.
0: Th- those moments where you have to really live for your faith and live out your faith yeah. and sacrifice for yeah. it. So so let me ask you, um, you know, a, a final question. You mentioned you know you've got five children, mm-hmm. all right, and the oldest was 14. Yeah. Um, what do you do, uh, maybe especially with the 14-year-old, but with the other kids as well, to sort of help them focus on some of the principles that, that you think are, are most important? That's a tough one, but um,
1: I would say um, it's interesting because you do transition from simple to complex and then really coming back to, yeah. right, well, what, what are the things that I really focus on? I know this is, sounds so cliche, but it, it's just correct. It's just truth. Jesus Christ is the answer every single time. And so <laughs> yeah. um, I find that, uh, that when you, in the home, when I can kind of uh, redirect my, my children to, to him and make sure that it's always about him, that we don't get caught up in the, the little things of the periphery, um, that, that really helps. Yeah. Um, but as far as like helping them to navigate, um, we just talk. We, we make sure that we're, our that. family's very open um, about things. There's things that we've that, that we've discussed in my home that, like as a like 12 year old me, like I would be, I would have been, I don't know, terrified, but also just really embarrassed to talk about with my parents. <laughs> and so uh, my wife and I both were just very comfortable talking about oh, things. And if the kids, and so luckily they do come to us with some questions, and we just we just talk about it, right? Race and the priesthood. I, I my kids. Um, two of them attended the the priesthood celebration last year we talk about it we went to Elijah Abel's and J Manning James Gravesite here in in Salt Lake City so we just talk about it and my my oldest daughter was just like that's weird and I'm like I think when we just say yeah that that's kind of weird isn't it right when we just I think um, I think sometimes we're so quick to try to answer all the questions and I think sometimes just some empathy and understanding and say saying, I do this in the classroom, t- too, like somebody will have a question and we think that we have to answer it, but simply saying, yeah, that's a hard one, isn't it? I've I've struggled with that myself. Yeah. And it all all of a sudden kind of, they go, oh, like yeah. somebody else struggles with this. And and so um, maybe it's, again, not that it's not a big deal, but it's a lot, it's kind of bearing each other's burdens and mourning yeah. with those that mourn, right? Yeah. We just, once you, you can carry it, carry it with somebody. So I guess that's what we do in the home. We right. make sure that we can,
0: carry it together and ask questions, yeah. and that questions are okay. I, I love that, <laughs> that openness, you know, that you have with, with your family about asking questions, that willingness to bear each other's, you know, bear each other's questions, right, yeah, in, this, yeah. in this case. But then also the focus on the Savior, right, yeah. that that core focus, just makes me think of um, the book of Jerem, where um, you've got this verse about teaching the law of Moses, and mm-hmm. and um, it says that they taught the law of Moses as though Christ already was. Yeah. And And having that focus, it sounds like, in your home where things are predicated on their relationship to God and to Jesus Christ is is what allows them to to keep focusing and to keep going and to keep asking good questions. Yeah,
1: and specifically, um, again, maybe cliche, but love, like the love, love, and uh, it's it's not cliche because it's it's the tree of life, right? And the fruit of the tree is the love of God, which is Jesus Christ, right? And so... My, my kids, when they go, oh, I don't really want to go to church, I straight up say, welcome to the club, right? <laughs> because <laughs> so there's 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 weeks, yeah probably more than I like to admit, where I, do, I also would rather do something else. And so I just will say, son, well, why do we go to church? Yeah. And he'll give the answer like, oh, to learn. And I'm like, yeah, but ultimately, why do we go to church? And I'm hoping, well, they start, they're starting to answer because God loves me and I love Him, right? Yeah. Really that simple. Right. God gives me commandments because He loves me and I keep those commandments because I, I love Him. Yeah. It really comes down to that kind of simplicity. Yeah. It really does. That's wonderful.
0: Thank you for sharing. You're welcome.